Hello, and welcome to Lore Dump, our special one-off episodes of Deep Lore. That is our new name for them, uh, that Beth made me go with, even though I had many better ideas, like Deep Lore Special Dump Edition, and Deep Dump, (laughs) and, you know, Lore Dump Deeply Dumping. Yep. I just, I had to make you go with Lore Dump instead of all of those amazing names that you definitely had. I definitely had way worse ones, too, that I just can't remember. I know. I know you do. Because I remember them. Yeah, it's, oh, well, what were they? (laughs) That's fine. It all just sounded like poop jokes. Well, it wasn't supposed to be, but it's not my fault that, like, (laughs) the only other word related to lore for this was already taken by another podcast. Anyway, uh, as always, I'm Tom. And I'm Beth. Uh, So this time we are talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, part four, Diamond is Unbreakable. Really, really good. I love JoJo. I'm so excited. Yes. We did uh, an episode on Stardust Crusaders, and that is still our uh, most popular episode, despite having done an entire season worth since then. Dude, JoJo fans are nuts. I guess so. As a JoJo fan, like, we're fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, you were were (laughs) much less a JoJo fan than you are now. Oh my god, I'm I'm obsessed. Yeah. I have zero chill. The only thing on my Christmas list is, like, JoJo merch. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> You're one of those. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love JoJo, but I'm not quite that fanatic. Oh my God. About it. Like, <laughs> fanatical. Like, I, I just, you know, it's cool. I like it. It's it's good to watch and, and think about, but boy. I'm I'm excited to talk about this one because it has my favorite JoJo. Uh, Josuke is my absolute favorite JoJo. He's perfect in every single way, and I will absolutely physically fight a person over that okay that's fine yep. that's totally fine yeah yeah no this this one's really interesting because you know it 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 like like all the jojo parts before and after it's like a different genre every yes time. god and this one being like a slice of life slash sorry let me i think i said that wrong i think i said slice of life <laughs> try, try it again <laughs> try it again this one being a slice of life slash like mystery slash horror thriller thing like oh my god it's so good really interesting but yeah like supernatural elements and just so neat yeah it's uh it's just a lot of fun um not without its issues mind you i I don't know if i like this one more or less than part three uh i like it more this one i like a lot of it more it definitely gets away from the you know monster of the week formula yeah we're like yeah. we're gonna spend two episodes fighting this guy and now we're gonna spend two episodes fighting that guy like we're the, never gonna refer to them again yeah like this one in, in this one like a lot of our enemies they come back as like regular characters even the ones we don't want to yeah especially in some cases there was that weird what was the it was really early it was a guy who's using the wooden doll to like attack people and like 
Yeah, I remember it was like pervy. Oh and- my god! Oh god! What was his name? He like he shows up every once in a while with um, Koichi. Koichi. Yeah, and he's just kind of like, oh, I'm here too, and they're like, we don't like you, but thanks for coming. He's he's like that weird like neighbor kid that he's just nobody likes him, but he's all like, and I'm in this friend group as well. Yeah, I'm inviting myself to the picnic. Like, well, we can't tell you no, or that makes us dicks, even though yeah, be gonna be an asshole to everyone there, right? He was awful. <laughs> I knew a few. He's of those. In uh, yeah, high school. That was great. But most of the uh, enemy stand users turned friends. I like. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like Rohan. Yeah. Oh, yeah you, oh. Could you even say he was turned friend? <laughs> he was turned okay. friend for Koichi. Yeah. Okay. Should we back up? <laughs> How did? So we're not. We don't have notes for this one. We're talking about an entire season of television. Yeah. Instead of one episode. Oh, of we're time not gonna. Together. We're not gonna like go through the. Plot. No. No. God. No. God. No. But like, I, do you want to like go through? Like, I think last time with Stardust, we did like characters that we liked, and that's probably a good idea. Like so, this one has a huge cast of characters, though. Well, let's just start with uh, our JoJo this time. All right, yeah, let's talk about Josuke, the sweetest angel punk ever. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a shithead. He's still. a total shithead with like a heart of gold, and I die for that. Like, if his stand like represents his personality, he is such a sweet pea. Yeah. His stand literally just puts things back together. Yeah, it's kind of overpowered as an ability. It, it's great. And yeah, it's it's the ways that they use that in different scenarios. Yes. Fascinating. Yes, yes, yes. But he can't put himself back together. Yes. <laughs> which which is, tells me that he puts other people first. Yeah. That's what that tells me. It's a great metaphor. It's beautiful. And but he's it's beautiful. Also like a great like limitation to the ability yes. to prevent from being like, I'm <clears> an invincible god. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Do stuff. If he could just, like, heal himself every time he was hurt, like, there would be no... Mm -hmm. There'd be nothing. Yeah. He would Uh just be invincible. Let's see. He's such a good character, too. He's not very complex. I mean, he's... The the punk with the heart of gold, which yeah. is kind of a archetype at this point. Like, I don't know. But it's so refreshing to have a character that is just that genuine from the get go. Mm-hmm. I love that because he 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 isn't like like oh I'm a I'm a punk, but oh I'm so soft, you know. Like, but I have to hide it. I can't, you know. He he's just oh, yeah. out there. He's got his heart on his sleeve, and I love that. Yeah, doesn't he have a heart cut out on his yes. chest? Actually, yeah, like he's <laughs> that's he's, kind of. I feel like that, like, from here on out, that's just kind of a thing. Yeah, well, Araki likes hearts. Uh, he's not yeah. wrong there. It's a cool shape. It is a cool shape. Um, And it's easy to put in a design, like, anywhere. Yeah. So that's fun. But yeah, no, is uh, <clears throat> really fun and cool. Um, My absolute favorite JoJo. Yeah, yeah, I think me too. He's He's really... I wouldn't say that he's not complex, just that he's not, like... He doesn't have to, like you said, hide it. Like, you know, Jotaro was all, like, yeah. kind of sarcasm and his gruff demeanor. And, you know, he was nice underneath it. But Josuke is just, just like... Jotaro's kindness was so subtle, it was so easy to miss. Yeah, it was just like, oh, that guy was an asshole, but he fixed my car, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. But Josuke would just, like... I mean, he might... He might skip school, but he'll also help that old lady cross the street. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he would still try to pull one over on anyone he could. I mean, there's that whole lottery oh, yeah. episode. But was who is that great. really hurting? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, like know, the 1%. Oh, no. The taxpayers? I don't know. 
How do they yeah. get their auto? I don't know how the auto works in Japan. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So anything else to say about Josuke? Um, that he's perfect and wonderful and his hair is great. Uh, Shut no, up. I'm kidding. I'm no. Kidding. no <laughs> don't even. Oof. I, I really like um his thing with reptiles. <laughs> it's like a weird character quirk. Yeah, I noticed. That's really cute. What else was there besides the turtle? I'm not sure. Oh, no, I think, isn't there like a snake Maybe. or something? That sounds familiar, but I don't remember if that was actually a thing. I don't remember. I watched through the entire thing twice, but yeah, I don't that's that's remember. something we should point out. Beth has watched this twice, once more recently. I watched it through exactly once. Um, and we did actually watch the Japanese version mm-hmm. um, because we didn't have access to the dubs. The English dub, yeah. Which I, we would rather do for this because... For one thing, the voices are great. They are great. And, I mean, this one's less globetrotting, so we don't get the hilarious bad accents like we did in part three and part five. Uh, but yeah. that's fine. That's fine. You know, just... Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Crazy Diamond's a cool stand. It's such a... Okay. Based off of such a good Pink Floyd song, too. I'm I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, so, like... That Stan just, like, spoke to me. <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard of them before. Oh, shut up. You have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not that into music. I can never remember which songs are by which band. It's it's fine. It's fine. And also, like, all the Queen references here, too. Just, oh, yeah. We'll get to that. Just, mm, good uh, shit. Let's move on to yeah. Koichi. Koichi is a good, good boy. I really thought from the initial part that it was like, oh, I'm not going to like this character. He's kind of a little too meek. But like, oh man, he has such a character arc. Yeah, like the Holy first fuck. half of the season is basically his story. Yeah, um, and that's so funny that like yet again, as we did with part three, large parts of part four kind of like barely involve Josuke. Yeah, I'm also here. <laughs> and you know, having a having a oh god, what what's his actual stand's name? Echoes, right? Or is it Reverb? Uh, the... It was it was it was uh fuck. I forget which Reverb, one was the I think. dub and which what I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Whatever. His, his weird, dumb. I hate his stand. stand. I hate his stand so much. I, I know that's a very unpopular opinion, but there it is. Fight me. I should probably stop telling our listeners to fight me. Yeah, you say that a lot. It's kind of getting old. I, I'm, I'm five foot three. I should not be telling people to fight me. No, you shouldn't. No, I really <laughs> like uh, whatever his stand's name is because, like, the fact that it evolves with him and kind of has, like, it hatches when he stands up for himself. That was cool. It, you know, it, it, it evolves, evolves every with, time yeah. he has to do Evolve as a character? And yeah. he evolves his hair again, which is just hilarious. Oh my me. god. My it, favorite stage is when he is like a baby polnareff. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> although, I, I liked, you know, best one, that... Super Saiyan. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, the his stand itself, like... Dealing with sound, the first stage is cool. That is cool. Sound effects, literally on things. The second stage, also really cool. There's a yeah. lot of creative application that they don't do anything with. Nope. They basically, she's like, "This is a really cool power. We will use it twice." Yep. And then, and then we're gonna forget about it. Act three makes things heavy because fuck. I really, I hate it. I. It's really dumb. 
And then I don't <laughs> hate stands that talk because there is a stand in part five that talks a lot. I hate most stands that talk. I'm I, cool with it. I just the fact. That Actually, no. Keeps, there's two stands that talk. There's a bunch. There's a whole bunch. Oh my god, you're right. But anyway, yeah, this was one of the first ones to really do yeah. that. Like, most of them didn't talk in three, and like only this, and maybe one or two <laughs> others in part four. Just just having him just be vulgar all the time was just kind of weird. Three like, is such a like. Oh, you know, he's a teenager trying to be so cool yeah what it just felt like so <sighs> this is the innermost layer of koichi it's just like a kind of vulgar shithead <laughs> like okay <clears throat> kind of made me like him a little less yeah and then also when act three comes out is when his character development stops completely and yeah. he's sidelined for the rest of the season it was so a little like, bit unfortunate because koichi right like he was he was a favorite for a while there it almost felt like Maybe Iraqi, after he had the idea for Act 3, was like, I don't really like this anymore, so I'm just going to put it over there. I'm going to play with these other toys instead. <laughs> well, I mean, it was such a varied cast in Part 4. It, it would be really hard to keep track of all of those characters as yeah. a writer. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Okuyasu. Okuyasu is just a good, good boy. He's fine. I, I love I, him. I like the kind of, like... Total guy, himbo. Guy he's so, who's so dumb that he doesn't, like... You can't hurt him because he's too dumb to realize you've been he's been hurt. Yeah. Kind his of a thing. Stand could fucking like wreck anybody's shit if he was a little bit smarter. Yeah. Like his stand would be reality bending. Like he would destroy the fucking world with that stand if he wasn't dumb as fuck. Yeah. Like all he really ever <laughs> used it to do is part. like I'll get you closer, so now I can punch you with my real fist. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. dude, you you can scrape away someone's like organs and kill them instantly. Yes. What are you doing? But, and I feel like that's a really that's a smart way to write that character. Just give a really really dumb character a really overpowered like yeah, ability, so. and just watch the fans be frustrated by it. Yeah. Yeah, well, to be fair, it's hilarious. He barely even he uses his stand like I want to say like four times total the whole goddamn season. It's not very many times. Yeah, it's, it's a couple times right <laughs> when you meet him, right when they're going to confront the chili pepper. Yeah, that guy. They use it a few times there, and then he kind of like just doesn't really do anything until the finale. It doesn't matter though, because he's a great character. He's Pure comic relief. Yeah, it's great. Right? He's fantastic. I love every time he is on screen. A lot of people ship him in Josuke. That's fine. Which is fine. It's not... It's not my thing, but, it, you know, it, they're, they're bros. It's It's fine. a fine ship. It really does seem like, you know, there are those people you've met that, like, they're more comfortable, like, hyping up other people. Yeah. And, like, he and Josuke just, like, fit each other like a glove in that oh my respect. God. Like, they're great. They're a perfect fucking team, just as teenagers, because yeah. they are yeah. they share the same fucking brain cell. Yeah, really. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so good. Um, let's see. As far as I guess Rohan is the next big one. Oh my fucking god, Rohan. <laughs> this salty little <laughs> fucking queen. I love him 
with my entire heart and being, and I hated him at the beginning. Do you remember how much I fucking hated Rohan? Yeah. That first episode, he licks a spider, and I'm just like, I'm out. Wait, he licks I'm, a spider? You don't remember him licking I a spider? Don't remember that. <laughs> he fucking, like, stabs a spider on his desk and, like, just licks it. <laughs> and it's so, it's so fucking weird. Is he, like... Was that part of his thing where he was like, I need to know everything about reality? Yes! (laughs) It's like, dude, that's not how being an artist actually works. Like, I mean, knowing more things can help you write more believable scenarios, but it's not going to translate for shit to artistic. Holy fucking Christ. Unhinged as fuck. He legitimately would be one hell of a villain. Yeah. But he is so full of himself, he couldn't possibly be bothered. Yeah, well, like, the thing about the villain turns in uh, all of JoJo. All of JoJo. Is that, like, you know, you know, it's basically a meme at this point that, like, they're beaten in one fight and then their personality completely changes and probably half of their abilities vanish. Rohan doesn't change a bit. He's the only one. He's the only one that is a salty bitch to the very end. It's like... Okuyasu, like, yeah, it's, you know, he just kind of like, oh, I'm fighting with this team now? That's fine. He doesn't really need to change either for that matter. No. But, like, Ro- <laughs> Rohan just, like, he gets beaten barely. Barely beaten. Yeah. And then it doesn't even really say he's changing sides or anything. He just no. starts following Koichi around. He's just kind of like, just this like- fucking kid is my new best friend. Fuck Josuke, though. <laughs> Fuck the rest of y'all. This child this little baby is the shit like yeah there's nothing weird or suspicious about this adult walking around with the high schooler all the time it's a fucking adult he owns a house i feel like there's like a six-year age gap there it's really comfortable (laughs) he's like i koichi i don't have any friends man i gotta hang out with you you know who he reminds me of in that Coach McGurk from Home Movies. Oh my god. Brendan. <laughs> yes. That's like that's the kind of level of sad. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, uh he's being an artist isn't all it's meant to be. And it's just like, why are you this, following me? He's this famous artist. Like he could have friends with anybody if he was less of a douchebag. Yeah. I feel like all the people his age just don't want to hang out with him, and he just has to hang out with teenagers because they're the only people who think he's, like, actually cool. I don't know. I feel like he doesn't want to <laughs> hang out with anyone but Koichi. It's so fucking strange. And it's, it's just, not even like a, like, oh, I, I ship them kind of thing. It's just kind of like, it's just okay. Weird. It's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we already knew Rohan was fucking weird yeah because I, I guess he licked a spider he licked a spider it was so strange it was so uncomfortable well, I, I they they definitely like you know Araki says that's not the self-insert oh character, bullshit but oh he's a comic artist who's so fucking talented and all this shit like yeah he might not be literally him but he's definitely the wish fulfillment character yeah no shit and like having his stand be like oh you have to look at my comic and then you'll freak out and turn into a book and then basically the next time you see it is just like oh it evolved off screen don't worry about it yeah because that's a lot of jojo just don't worry about it because i need to be able to walk around and fight and not like show people a book because that's kind of limiting yeah also don't come into my house (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that's a, that's a crazy. He owns property, Tom. He's an adult that owns property. Is that just so weird to you because our generation didn't know what that's I think like? so. It was the 90s. It's different it time. was the 90s. But also, he's an adult that owns property hanging out with high schoolers. Like, man, you, you gotta get some friends, dog. But like, yeah, so uh, his whole thing, his whole beef with Josuke is great because also it's like... It's constantly coming back. Well, because of the fact that like, it's not the sort of thing... It feels at first like, oh, okay, the the arc here is he's going to learn to trust and respect <laughs> Josuke by the end. Like, Fuck no. Does. And like, no, he just does. He just straight up hates Josuke. And very end. The fucking that's episode. Really funny to me. The episode where his house is burning down and he's like, fucking forget about that. I got to find out how Josuke was cheating. <laughs> it's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't care if my house burns down. All I care about is finding a way to beat Josuke. Like. <laughs> Yeah, very, very villain-like mentality there. God, he's, he's a also his fashion, though. Is horrible. I love it. He looks like a fucking, like, like a catalog threw up on him. I love every single piece of clothing that I've ever seen him wear. Ugh. It's very 90s. Yeah, no shit. But also the 90s are coming back right now. (laughs) 90s fashion is making a return, and I kind of live for it. I, you know, sometimes I'm cool with that, but if everyone's going to look like Rohan, maybe not. I think he's cool. Look, okay, we got to move on. Someone okay, else. yeah, different character. Uh, is So I guess uh, there's the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. Yukako. I adore her. I, I would cannot die. stand her. I, this is where we're going to fucking argue. Look, <laughs> you have taken up so much air on this already, gushing Fine. about your boys. At least Fine. give me a chance to state my grievances. <laughs> Go for it. So she shows up as an unhinged lunatic who, you know, wants to, like, bang Koichi because... I guess of his raw sexual energy he exudes from the body of like a four-year-old that he has. Like he's just short. Okay, whatever. He's a full half of a body shorter than every other high schooler. Especially her, she's freakishly tall. Yeah. So it's like, okay, opposites attract, it's whatever. And then, you know, of course it turns out it's because stand users attract each other, which was like a great rule to invent to explain how this shit keeps happening. Yeah. Just going forward. Yeah. It's a good way to explain it. But, like, she locks him in a house, not her house, that she fucking (laughs) broke into, does all this, like, shit to try and, like, test him academically and is all, you know, yandere as fuck and just, like, really, like, scary and he doesn't like it and he doesn't like her and it's bad and it's a bad time and, you know, he, he tries to piss himself to get out of you know, her liking him, and she's just like, oh, it's an honor to wash your piss out of these jeans, Koichi. That was really like, strange. Really fucked <clears throat> up. And that's the thing give you that. about, like, beating them once and they come back different, and how that's kind of different in this season is, like Rohan, like Okiasu, she doesn't come back different. She comes back, <clears throat> ju- no, she does. She comes back just as crazy <clears throat> and never, never once, like, on screen anyway, says, hey, that was fucked up, my bad. Just kind of like pines from a distance for a couple episodes, and then she there's the whole Cinderella thing, and like, look, when it comes to consent, 
and love potion type things. That's always murky and weird and it just feels gross. But like there's a way to salvage it, right? There's a way to have it be like, oh, okay, well, you tricked me into loving you, but now that I'm not under the spell, like I you let's start over or whatever. And and it's not so quite so forced and gross. But no, she tricks him into loving her with like magic pheromones or whatever, and then gets a new face and all this shit. And then it, it, she, it, they just like they never touch on it. The fact that that was fucked up, they, they never barely even acknowledge that. Like, it, it, he just like is fallen for her right away, and it, it just, I don't know. That was when they. That was exactly the moment when like Koichi just felt like, and I don't care about his character arc anymore. He's just gonna love this girl, and that's the rest of the show. Is it my turn? Sure. Okay, listen. The way that you're talking, you're acting like people are not really allowed to change after they make mistakes. I find that complete and total bullshit. She does change. Does she apologize? We don't see her apologize, but we don't have to. Because Koichi himself, without the, you know, potion, without the, you know, stand magic shit, falls for her himself on his own and we have seen yes he does no he doesn't yes he does he totally doesn't How, i watched it twice you watched it once Ugh. he himself chooses to help her at the end and he chooses to go out with her at the end after the whole cinderella thing is over it just he asks her it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth she never apologized and that's fucked up to me we don't have to see her apologize to I know that like she is kind of an important given. moment. Well, we see that she is definitely regretful. I guess. You know, and I assumed that she had apologized off screen. That was the impression I got. I thought it was pretty obvious. I just, it, to me, it always just felt like she wasn't sorry for what she did. She was sorry that it made him not like her anymore. No, I think she was sorry for what she did. Mm. You know, I think I think she was genuinely regretful. And yeah, she is still, you know, very protective of him. And yeah, it does slip into Yandere. Um it's the word I'm looking for. Territory. Yandere territory for a little bit. But, you know, it, it's mostly played for laughs. I feel like that's even worse though. I don't know. But just... I mean, I'm sorry. I will absolutely slit someone's throat for you. That's different. I'm, d- I you guess. decide that the day you let me. Mm, okay, no. Yeah, no, I should hope not. I would have some questions. You also didn't trick me into loving you. Or did I? Maybe you're still tricked. Uh, that would explain uh, a few things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. I, mm. Wow. That was a little harsh. Did you? I don't know. Did I? Now I feel guilt. Oh my god. Well then probably not. <laughs> if you have to question it, I'm guessing it's... <laughs> Unless the questioning is all part of your grand plan. Maybe it no, is. Whatever. We're never going to agree on you, Kako. I think she is the one of this season's biggest weak points, and you're not going to change my mind. Uh, you know what? I completely 100% disagree. I think she's a fantastic character. I think she and Koichi are adorable together, and I love her and would absolutely slit someone's throat for her, too. I'd say he deserved better, but I don't think there's another female character besides Josuke's mom. Well, and the ghost. Oh, right. She's dead, though, so she doesn't count. Uh, yeah. 
That's kind of a shame. She was very cute. Yeah, I like her. The fact that she's pink. <laughs> she was very cute. Rin was her name, right? Rin, was that it? I'm pretty sure it was Rin. Okay, I don't remember. I she don't, was adorable. We're getting to the point where I don't remember characters' names. Because they're not shouting them constantly. Right. Um, I think that's all the major protagonists. <clears throat> do we want to do a, a side character roundup before we move on to the big boy? Yeah. Are we sure? Are we missing anybody? Are we sure? Well, let's see. There was the guy who had the lock power. That was really cool and underutilized, but kind of on purpose because he was shitty and I'm kind of glad Yeah, I, I didn't really care for him. I thought he was annoying. I liked that he ended up being Koichi's, like, manservant after that was, a little That while. was pretty funny. Because that felt very, like, okay, wow, Koichi's Very amazing. deserved, yeah. Um, Can we talk about Josuke's mom and how hot she is for a second? Sure. Because Josuke has a really hot mom, she, and I noticed that is a trend in Jojo, where all the moms are crazy hot. I I guess Araki's in the milfs. I don't Holy, know what you want me to say? Fuck, she's the hottest mom in Jojo, and I'm just that includes Lisa Lisa. Okay, as a mom, I I think I think I think she is is hotter than Lisa Lisa. Well, I think it's helped with the fact that she's kind of a brat, just like her son. Oh my god, she's hilarious! I would, you know what? I would cheat on my wife too. I I understand, Joseph. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, Joseph comes back. Should we talk about him? I mean, I guess we can. He's just kind of senile the entire yeah, he's, time. He's Joseph, but with more dementia. And oh, we see Josuke. I'm Jotaro. sorry, Jotaro. We yeah. see we see Jotaro. That's right. he, <laughs> Too many jokes. Man, how <laughs> I forgot he was in the show for a good <laughs> half because like he showed up and is just like, yes, very important things. I'm going to the hotel. See you in six months. Canonically, he's at the beach looking at starfish that entire fucking time. Yeah, the fucking, at the, the end card <laughs> being like, and Jotaro got his PhD based on studying a starfish that he was doing the whole time. And just like, oh, well, that's where he that's was. That's where he was. Fucking. Can, I, can we talk about like the first time we fucking see him and we find out Jotaro from part three <laughs> is a marine biologist. It's such a random thing because you're so used to you're so used to anime protagonists like oh it's gonna be something to do with his power oh or my like, god you know oh like something you have to be super precise because that's star platinum or or maybe it's something to do with fighting because he's a shonen battle no it's just it's he, just you know, an interest that 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 submarine episode really got to him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just it's so bizarre because like I'm used to like oh marine biologist that's what a 12 year old girl wants to be when she grows up like <laughs> whatever he's cool it's just so random you could you could like you could give me like 10 years to try and guess what Joe Terrell grew up to be the let like the very last thing I would have guessed is marine biologist. Yeah, you think I mean you would think even like homicide detective or something right like, like something like <laughs> whatever. I don't know. I'm just thinking it's the 90s so now I'm thinking of Holy like fuck. Lisa Frank like rainbow dolphin. Oh my god, yes. Oh Jotaro. my god. <laughs> just Do you think he has like a Lisa Frank folder oh, in I'm his sure. office? It's 1999. He has to. <laughs> He's got, like, Lisa Frank, like, dolphin stationery. <laughs> he writes all of his, like, reports on or whatever. Very serious stuff. <laughs> his office is, like, full of, like, fish tanks. I mean, okay, to be fair, you wouldn't have thought that Speedwagon would become an oil baron, but... No, but I would have guessed that long before I, you know, figured marine biologist. And that was also during, like, part one and part two where things were moving a little faster and kind of... 
you just okay sure why not to yeah, everything th- th- this is like how many years after part three like um, 10 12 12 12 years uh, that's i'm just saying marine biologist is a he's a very different character when he comes back yeah, which is he's, great I yes oh it's evolution. great he is so calm yeah. he's kind of creepily calm yeah <laughs> like i mean he's always kind of had his like he was very aloof before yeah. it, but like he, there was that, that rage like behind it and now he's just yeah. kind of like yeah well uh you let's suck go. and i'm gonna beat you into the ground uh josuke let's go hunt some rats yeah. oh two rats <laughs> my favorite character <laughs> such a weird out of the blue and frankly terrifying couple episodes i i love it boy no, we can't get down that no 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 no, 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 we'll be here hole. all... Oh, stop it. That's bad. That was, that was a bad was absolutely terrible. Look, okay. Then you're not taking that out of the podcast. Jotaro is great. Yes. I, I just... Yeah, I mean, just kind of... Okay, so Joseph showed up in part three, but he was like a main thing. Yeah. So I thought Jotaro coming back was going to be the same thing. It was like, oh, because, you know, in the, in the first opening, <laughs> he's like there with everyone yeah oh this is gonna be the new crew and he's just like nah he shows up once every three episodes be like remember that murderer guys anyway all right Uh, (laughs) he is (laughs) he's their adult supervision (laughs) who is not really supervising yeah this is the field trip and you got the cool teacher that wants to hang out and smoke weed (laughs) instead of go to the museum Mr. Jotaro, couldn't you be fired for this? Eh. <laughs> Best field trip ever. <laughs> no, um... So yeah, old man Joseph comes yeah. back, and he's got dementia, and... Oh my god, they make it sound like, oh, we need his power for this specific task, and it never happens. Sh- okay, yeah, you know what? <laughs> We've said enough about Joseph. Let's talk about the story structure a little bit oh my god, before yes. we move on to the villain. <laughs> okay. Because, like, okay, so... They start out with like, oh yeah, there's an evil here. And it's this guy, the most evil prisoner to ever be evil, ever. Just kidding, we beat him in the second episode. Uh, shit. I need to keep writing this. What's the next evil? And it just like... <laughs> it, it was a little meandering at first, but once it, it hit like that halfway point and yeah. like the story actually set in, yeah, once yeah. they introduced the villain yeah. and everything started to fall into place, it was very solid. But like having that whole like first quarter or so of it with the red hot chili peppers which is like the dumbest stand i really genuinely hated the chili pepper the whole thing the whole thing was like we need to find out who the stand user is for that so we'll need old man joseph's power and like not only do they never use his power but also (laughs) the reason they need him is to find the guy right yeah and the guy shows up in person to kill him before he can get there to find him it's like and it's just like i'm very sorry that you came all this way old man joseph (laughs) who is like literally like like he's too senile to even know what's happening (laughs) half the time it's like oh i'm on a boat (laughs) just like what is happening this is so so they they kick that guy's shit yeah fuck him i hated him the whole uh the whole like then he just joseph is there and they're like okay they find an invisible baby what do we do with him yeah he finds an invisible baby which they never find that baby's mother we're we're 
We're getting to that. <laughs> That'll be the end of the podcast. I have I have some things to say. Okay. But like I, It sounds like we were just like ripping on JoJo, but like I legitimately love this season. No, it's a great season, it's but fantastic. there are some things. There are some things. We'll get to. Okay. But no, like uh, okay, having Josuke and Joseph like kind of meet for the first time and have their little like it, there was a lot of cute stuff about that. Where like, oh my god, the thing I with love the cane. That. We're like, oh, he could fix it with the stand, but instead he's like, oh, I guess you'll have to hold my hand. And it's, oh. he's just like, I don't want to see him. He's not my dad. Hold my hand. It, it's, I don't. know, It's very sweet. It was adorable, and I oh, it, listen as somebody with like a a distant father. It, it just that gave me good good feels it was a good moment yeah i was gonna say like there's a lot of you know there's a lot of anime protagonists that have like dead parents or loving parents that are behind but like you never really see this sort of story handled in this kind of anime and and so having that there i don't know i just felt like it was really good representation for people that have complicated relationships with their parents it was complicated because, you know, he's not the villain. You don't, no. oh, I need to go on this quest to kill my father and or avenge my father. It's like, no, he's just no. also here and he's he's flawed, but you, you're going to try and work together to make it he's work. Also, and, he's also the Joseph that we know from the past two seasons, you yeah, know? Yeah. And we as the audience kind of had to grapple with that a little bit. Yeah. That like, was... our, our Joseph is not boy <laughs> well okay i mean what what do you think happens when you rush into a marriage and you're like what was he like 20 in part two yeah so like <laughs> but i don't know in part three it seemed like he still legitimately loved his wife yeah that's true i don't know whatever it, it was just it, it really shocked me but then i was just kind of like yeah i guess nobody's perfect we were supposed to be wrapping up in five minutes, and we haven't even gotten. No, we haven't to even gotten to the to the meat. This is going to be a long episode, and I'm fine with it. Okay, just as long as you're aware. Yeah. So yeah, so they get Joseph, and then okay, and then they're like, oh, okay, now here's the the real plot is that there's a serial killer, mm. and uh, the anime does a good job of like kind of seeding little things. You see arms. The first scene that you see. Mm-hmm. And the entire thing is, like, it's this beautiful, like, sunny morning, you know, someone's making breakfast, it's a gorgeous house, you know, like, oh, there's, like, a, you know, pretty hand on the table with the ring, and just, and then it, like, zooms out, the music goes a little icky, mm-hmm. and it's just a severed hand right there. Yeah. That it, was really jarring and so good. Well, it's, it's very, like, arresting. You're like, what, okay, what yeah. is this show about? Hold on. Yeah. And then, like... It's it, almost frustrating that they don't touch on that again. <laughs> but it really did set up the vibe. Yes. So it, yes. It, it set up this town, this, like, the the scenery, it, it, all the colors. Just, mm-hmm. It really said, this is where we are now. Yes. Forget everything you know about season three. We're going into this. Yes. It's, yeah, it, it, it was very good, and I'm, I, I, Really glad at the anime for making those adjustments because I'm told yes, in the manga, they were not in the manga. That you know, of course, he's making it up as he goes along because mm-hmm. that's how you have to write weekly manga. That's yeah. how it goes. But um, then you know, there's the whole frustration with like we need to find out who the killer is that we know about from this ghost girl. Yeah, let's figure out <clears throat> who it is slowly over the course of the next ten episodes while narrowly missing him over and over. Yeah, even though we have the one guy whose power is to tell us things we don't know. Oh my god! 
And every I, time I, that- I assume it's because he's so fucking senile, he just doesn't even know how to use it well, anymore. Like, he they then why'd they bring him in the first place? I have no idea. It's just like, oh, that's an episode all about him. They're gonna find out this. No, they're not even no, they're not oh, okay. That's fine. So it, they found a baby. It's one of those things that like <laughs> it, it's not even just like, okay, you have to pretend that Joseph's forgotten how to do stuff. You also have to pretend that Jotaro is too stupid to know what's going on. <laughs> which is like hard to believe. But it's it just is like, hard to believe. Jotaro's you, smart as fuck. You just have to He is a marine biologist. <laughs> you just have to ignore it. You just yeah. have to pretend that it's not an obvious solution to their problem. Yeah. Even throw me a bone. Oh, every time he tries, he can only get as close as it's in this town. It's not helpful. Something. Yeah. But they don't even try. And that's the thing that gets me. Like, if they had just been like, oh, here's a hand wave explanation. But they don't even get that far. They just never. They just don't they touch just don't on do it. They don't do it. It's... I feel like it's almost on purpose. That they're, like, just trying to frustrate people like me. <laughs> Maybe. I wouldn't put it past him. Um, but no. So then we finally get introduced to Kira. Best character ever. Well, okay, best villain ever. Like, forget Dio. Fucking... Wow. wow. F- forget Dio. Wow. Forget the Pillar Man. Well, like, okay, forget, definitely forget that. Forget Diavolo. Forget all that shit. Definitely forget all of them. Okay, yeah, definitely forget Diavolo. Um, <laughs> That's for next episode. That's for next episode. But, no, he is incredible. Yeah. He's... His stand brilliant his personality flawless oh my god his design sexy as fuck he's just anime david bowie he is anime david bowie and i'm here for this shit i mm, boy are you gonna actually say anything you're just gonna keep grunting for the rest of the podcast (laughs) i have such a crush on kira i know so but no he's a really interesting character he's not what you would expect at all. He's mm-hmm. just this normal ass dude. Like every aspect of him just says he's just normal as fuck. He's yeah. he's just your average average guy. He could be your neighbor. And that's the scary part. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. serial killers look like all of us. Yeah. Well, I, I like a lot of the ways that they introduce him. Mm-hmm. So like you know, we see flashes of him in bits and pieces before he's mm-hmm. properly introduced. <clears throat> but we don't actually have confirmation that he's a stand user. Yeah. Until he kills Shigeki. Yeah, oh man. And that was heartbreaking. Like, okay, minor aside, Shigechi, kind of a shithead, didn't really like him. But he's still a middle school kid. Right, but the, the thing with him that I thought, and this is how you know... That Iraqi is getting better at writing death mm-hmm. as he goes on. Like the thing with Shigechi was sort of like, I don't really like him, but I like his dynamic with the uh, you know, the Joe Bros. Yeah. And I'm interested to see where that goes. I wanna see his arc and like how he improves. And instead, like pretty much the second time he's ever there, he gets killed. Yeah. And I was all I was all like expecting, like, oh, I wonder where this is gonna go. Nope. Just no. Get- cut out from underneath me and I was just like and it's like well shit nobody is safe yeah it's just really just like because he wasn't covered in death flags like no he wasn't you you might you know a character like you know fucking Takumin yeah or or (laughs) Avdol 
Yeah, twice. Twice. Jesus <laughs> Christ. No, it, was, it just felt like, you know, and just all, ugh. The episode where, you know, they mix up their sandwich bags. and That was a, like, a weirdly tense episode yeah, about they're, sandwiches. They're, like, they keep <laughs> narrowly missing each other. Yeah. And he, he, like, there's the part where, like, he's hiding and Harvest is crawling all over him. And we never get to see for sure that he can see stands because by the time he looks, Harvest is gone. And it's just, like, yeah, all this, like, crazy tension until finally Killer Queen comes out, fucking kills the motherfucker, and... It's just it's like it's so sad. It's sad, but it it's so intimidating. Like, it really is. It 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 makes you like it, it's sickening because they kind of most of the episode is kind of from Kira's perspective. Yeah, so it kind of wants us to root for him. It like, does. You're like, oh, I hope he doesn't get caught. But then at a certain point, it's like, I hope he doesn't get caught because he's gonna fucking kill that kid if he does. Yeah. Like, I don't want him. To, I don't like that kid. But I don't want him to die. <laughs> yeah. He, he gets. It does. It's just. I don't know. The the writing it was there really was, good. Also it was fantastic. Yes, and can we also talk about Killer Queen's design? Oh, it's so good. It looks like a shaved cat, and it's the coolest, like dumb, ugly shaved cat I've ever seen. It's punk rock Mewtwo. It's fantastic. Although, you know, that might be the other way around since Pokemon came out. Oh my god, I think later. you're right. But yeah, no. Yeah. It's very, I love it. Fucking hell. It, Killer Queen is like one of my favorite stands ever. Also, it has the coolest like pose. The weird. Yeah, with the arms. I, I love that. I love doing. Like this? No. What, how, that's exactly what you're doing. Oh, no. No, baby. No. no. He, he does the. Hold on. So, okay. So, like, like. Yeah, just like that. That's exactly what I was doing a second. No, but you were going like this. Shut up. <laughs> People can't even see this. This is podcast. great podcasting. It's great podcasting. <laughs> anyway. But, no, he's got like the coolest like stand pose ever. Yeah. And like the fact that he, <laughs> I feel like he kind of cheats by having like six stand abilities in one. Yes. Even just having, um, <clears throat> even just the one. That is like, oh, I can explode and basically evaporate Shh. anything I touch. Yes. That's overpowered as shit. It really is. It's what makes him so cool. Like, the fact that, like, such a normal looking guy, such a average Joe gets such an insane power. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, obviously we know he was serial killer from before. But what fucking stand user isn't in this universe? Right. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, if you're all user, a bit fucked up, you're gonna end up at least serial killing other stand users. Yeah, it's just gonna happen. Like, <laughs> I feel like you almost have to have, um, slightly uh, murderous tendencies. Something. Yeah. Uh, except for that one lady, R.I.P. Cinderella person. I don't remember her name. Oh, I loved her. She seemed. Fine. She was like, I just want to make people's dreams come true because I'm the fairy godmother and I relate. I don't know. It just seemed to me like I got this power. I might as well use it to make money. Okay, well, same. But, you know, I can also relate to that. Because capitalism. Yeah, shit. Sure. If you got it, like. Yeah, no, I, uh, in this economy, I can't blame anyone for. <laughs> well, that was a 90s economy. Oh, that's true. Hey, what's your excuse? She just wants to make money. Like... Oh, wait, wasn't the Japan economy bad in the mid 90s? Hell if I know. I think I think it was. I read something. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, Kira's really interesting, and uh, when you know when he does eliminate Shigechi, 
And then, but like, it leaves just enough evidence behind that, like, they're able to kind of track him down. Like, that was really tense. That opens up like a really cool, um, like, second phase yeah. of this. Yeah. You know, it's. Where he's in hiding and everything. Yeah. They have confirmed there is a serial killer here. For sure. He is nearby. We have evidence that can lead us to him. Mm-hmm. And they follow that trail because it, it, it goes from like being like a fun, happy, fun time show. Yes, that's definitely what I think of <laughs> when I think of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> well, it, it goes from being like a slice of life anime to like a murder mystery. Yeah. That, that is when it transforms. And I like that the um the openings like go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's about the time that, um... They start um, chase instead. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, it's kind of like the middle third that they're, like, figuring that shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, uh, I think it's also fascinating, you know, like, when he escapes and it goes yes. from, like, shit, we finally tracked him down after all this time to, and now he got away. Mm-hmm. We have to start all over and he could be anyone so all our previous leads are basically useless. Yep. Um, they do another one of the most baffling, dumb decisions they make in this show, which is, okay, let's go investigate his apartment. Cool. Let's learn about him. And they learn a lot of really troubling, weird shit in there. Yes. The nail thing. Um, but like, I mean, that just seems like serial killer stuff from the 90s. I'm not gonna, Yeah. I feel like there was a couple cartoons in the 90s that had like people with nail collections and that's just i don't know if that was just a thing in the 90s that there was some weird brainworm that everyone had where they wanted to keep their nails <laughs> or maybe there was like a high profile news story and so a bunch of stories ran with it for shit maybe fiction but it, it that's too weird to be a coincidence it is very strange anyway they find out also more mundane creepy things about him like all the second place trophies yeah like you know oh yeah he even from a young age, perfectly average, trying really hard not to stand out. Yep, and that's like, you know, that's not good. Then that's that's yep. creepy as shit. Like you're... that's super fucked. And then they had to fucking introduce. Oh yeah, his dad. His dad, whose whole okay. thing. Oh, he can possess the photo, and like, wow, that's really interesting. Until you trap him in the photo. Oh no, and then um. I guess the photo can fly now. And he's, and he's got a stand arrow. Got the arrow. Oh, and that's a thing that we know now. A stand arrow's a thing. Yep. It felt like there was just like they were trying really hard to connect it to part three, but like sort of gave up halfway through. Like, yeah, she had the arrows and now they're here. Now they're here. Whatever. whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. It, it just I like to pretend that his dad just didn't exist well, that was as a whole, character. That was the whole thing. It's just like, <laughs> we're seeing Kira for like that last third, like try to adjust to his life. Yeah. That's really tense. And like, I love seeing that kind of stuff. And, and this you know, shitty new son. Yeah. And the, the uh, hot wife. That's oh my like God. So hot. All into his <clears throat> new self that he is and i mean it's a it's a good new self it's troubling just and did yeah, you well, see that shower scene oh boy but like you know <laughs> the, the idea that like her previous marriage was so like miserable and loveless that like this murderer yeah. showing up spices it up uh that's sad but... it is super sad i feel really bad for her yeah honestly because oh. she doesn't even know by the end that that her husband was not yeah but anyway. she never finds out 
he just disappears one day. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad for her. But, um, the, the, oh yeah. So while he's doing that though, the whole thing is like, okay, uh, Kira's dad makes another stand user for them to fight. And, um, they, something happens, whatever. And like all the other stand, it just feels like the reject bin at this point. <laughs> like you have Jonkin boy, which we're just not even gonna talk about that gross and creepy the less said the better yeah i did like that it was a rohan episode though that was kind of funny really funny Um, (laughs) the the rohan episodes are always hilarious can we talk about the alien and whether or not he's an alien or just a stand no idea and it doesn't fucking matter because he's amazing and perfect and beautiful was pretty funny he was just he was so pure i loved him but then there's like oh it's the 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 water tower guy or the the electric tower yeah guy. it's just like okay your stand sucks dude and you're really ugly yeah like I don't I I'm pretty sure his voice actor in English is the same as Mista in Part Five that's hilarious yeah but again I didn't watch it in English so yeah it, it I only just... know that from my other podcast oh I see I yeah. See. It it was just like, it just felt like like there was no compelling villains that whole time. Not really. Like it was, I felt really frustrated. Like just get to Kira. I I love seeing his behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. The cat thing was kind of weird. I I love the cat plant. I love it so 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 stray cat so. <laughs> dumb and so good and i love the fact that that like it just becomes their pet afterwards it's so fucking weird it's just so weird <laughs> it's um, jojo i like that they had the sun Hi- hayato hayate something i think it's hayato something whatever the kira's new kira's victim's kid he started out like a, such a fucking creeper. So like, creepy. He's, he's got like, tapes of his parents having sex. Yeah, that was like, really creepy. Oh, it's been a while since they did it. It's just like, oh, yeah, why should stop. you do that? And you're just like, and I thought I'm I'm thinking they're gonna get into that, and then like, nah, he's just gonna be the secondary protagonist for the last couple episodes. You know what, Jojo doesn't always do great with their secondary protagonists. They're it's always a little like, bit fucked up. It's just like. Wow, here's this thing that's really weird about him. Uh, we're gonna forget about it. Yeah, it's fine. Doesn't no. matter. That did that didn't count. It didn't matter. No. I feel like in the adaptation, why even bring it up then? Couldn't they like cut some of this stuff for the anime just to make it flow better? Whatever. But then the purists would be like, "No, I need the scene where the kid talks about his parents having sex. <laughs> it's not JoJo. It's not authentic if you take that out." <laughs> like, oh, you got me there. I mean, it does kind of give us, like, you know, no character is going to be pure and perfect, except for Bucciarati, but we're not going to talk about that. It does set up, though, his whole thing with, you know, running around with a camera chasing yes. uh, Kira, looking for evidence that he's not himself. And th- that was a really tense couple episodes, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he kills the uh, the people. Yep. And, and it's, oh, my God. And then he kills his the boy but then not yeah oh my god oh my so god. okay let's talk about that um is that a requiem stand killer uh, queen bites the dust is is that no a, no he wasn't no? hit by the arrow again yeah it, it it goes up his arm remember 
What? Yeah, you don't remember that? No. Go look it up. I swear to God. Pausing this podcast for a second. Okay, yeah, so I looked it up. I had completely forgotten that the arrow stabbed him again. Okay, I guess with all the other crazy shit going on that that didn't register with me. So, um, minor spoilers for part five, I guess. Yeah. You've also seen that. So in part five, we find out that, like... You can, like, evolve your stand. You could stab it with the stand arrow again to make it even more better and special chocolate-covered cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like in this case the arrow stabbed kira not the stand and there are some people i i just looked up briefly some internet arguments there's people who argue like oh no it's clearly a different arrow that's a this is a stand arrow that's a requiem arrow but like i, I think, is there a difference i think the arrows just look different because he just wanted to draw different arrows i don't think uh, it's who indicative knows? of anything to me, this, I didn't look into it, so maybe Iraqi confirmed or denied something, but... To me, this reads as he had an idea and ran with it in this instance, and then in the next part, solidified what that meant and yeah. changed the rules because, hey, you're allowed to do that. It's serial fiction. It, it changes. And it's your work. You can do whatever the it, fuck you make, want. You're making it up as you go along anyway. You yeah. might as well change the rules. So, yeah. Is this a Requiem stand? Uh, maybe... It doesn't change I choose, anything. I choose to believe it is, honestly. I think this is the idea. I didn't think this is where the idea of Requiem Stance starts. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, I completely forgot about the arrow. I only remember yeah. that in his moment of panic, his stand evolved. Because, you know, we've seen Koichi stand evolve, so it's not a new idea yeah. at that point. Um, honestly, I think, I think it kind of makes sense if, like, your stand is a reflection of your soul and something big happens mm-hmm. you know that might change a little bit yeah yeah um like i personally would like to see if like can a stand change after severe trauma you know yeah that'd be interesting can it can it evolve or change at all or is your stand just stuck as it is unless you stab it with another arrow like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a question for the ages about yep um i suppose I suspect that the answer is probably, it depends. It, yeah. Does Iraqi feel like designing a new character? <laughs> then no, your stand doesn't change. Sorry. Yeah. Does Iraqi not like that design anymore and wants to change it? Then magically, yeah, your trauma changed your stand. Holy shit. That's, that's how I, I think, imagine I think, it. I think that would be interesting. I think that would be a, a very interesting. Um, and admittedly, I have not read all of the manga. I have, I'm only like partway through um, Stone Ocean. Yeah, that's so part six, that's, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. that's something that comes up later. Who the fuck knows? We're not talking about that shit we were talking about the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of Killer Queen's power set. So the ability to explode anything already overpowered, like I said. Insane. The what's the second bomb called? Heart attack. Yeah, sheer heart attack. That's yeah. That's another Queen song, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good Queen song. That is overpowered on its own. Like, oh, it it homes in. It's controlled automatically. It doesn't matter the di- range because this this we've talked a whole lot about the range of stands up to this point. Yeah, it's really important to be able. Oh, how what's the range for your stand? But the, the fact that it's autonomous at any range, like, and seeks out heat sources is, like, that's, that's wild. Yeah. It's basically also invincible. Like, that's too much. Stop it. <laughs> and then to get another ability on top of that, that's just, like, he's so cornered that nothing it could fucks possibly... With, it fucks with time. 
Because every enemy stand user in the end needs to get a time travel ability. Yep. It just, it makes the, uh, it makes the, um, openings when they change so much cooler. Okay. We will get to that. <laughs> yeah. We will definitely touch on that. Yep. Um, there's a lot of things I feel like I've said that to in this already. <laughs> So, but like, we'll yeah. wrap this up eventually. Bites the dust is fucking a cool as shit power, and it makes so cool that like episode and a half that's like Groundhog Day and yeah has to keep reliving. Like that's just oh god, it was so satisfying seeing that happen, and like the way it doesn't really make any sense, but the way it's just like oh, if you die in one version of reality, that you'll die again. Even though the thing that killed you, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's Who cool. cares? <laughs> Fucking cool. It was really cool. Um, I really thought during all that that uh, Hayato was going to get his own stand. So did I. Because um, I feel like by the end of it, he was seeing the stands, wasn't he? I thought so, but maybe I was wrong. But it looked like when like Killer Queen took the razor blade away from him, it looked like he was looking at it. Like, what the fuck is this thing? You know? Yeah, maybe... Maybe he there's just some of the stands are more visible, like the cat's probably Or visible. maybe maybe well, he the is cat a... is definitely visible. That's okay. That I mean maybe he's a stand user and it just hasn't fully manifested yet. We'll never know because We'll never know because we're not gonna see this child again. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. It's a great setup for like anyway. Anyway. <sighs> the the final battle was really cool. Um I liked that. It, um, he took the cat and he put it in his stand's chest and he's all like... Really weird and <laughs> Your stand is like a mech suit for this cat. It's like, hey, I've seen Ninja Turtles before. Cool. <laughs> it's from around the same time, right? I think so. Speaking of things that were around the same time, I can't believe I forgot to mention this. Uh, fucking... Are we going to talk about how Koichi's stand has visual similarities to a lot of shit in Dragon Ball Z. Oh my god, so much. It really, like... It really looks like Cell in the it first really couple It really does. Forms, and the cocoon Holy and everything, cow. and I'm pretty sure that was being written around this time. I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg here, but, like... I'm... Listen... Uh, I'm sure they were influencing each other. Maybe everything is a JoJo reference. That's I'm gonna say. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm a JoJo reference. At this point, you're dangerously close to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the fight, uh, the fight in the house. The wasn't it just some random guy? It was just house? it was just someone's fucking house. That's great. Just the, someone's house. The fight in the house against Josuke is great because it's like, I mean, on the one hand, it's very frustrating that for an episode and a half everyone is around the corner like all the strongest stand users in this season are around the corner and can't seem to hear the sound of a house collapsing or josuke screaming (laughs) did you hear josuke screaming no no oh okay (laughs) hey hey rohan cool car yeah yeah like (laughs) hey wow there's a lot of sirens and lights and smoke over there and house falling down you want to check it out Nah, like we're good. It's frustrating, but I also like it. It definitely, I feel like Josuke needed to earn this victory. Yes, because he's been sidelined in his own show up to now, <laughs> and he needs to do something. Goddamn, he it. was really cool though. In in this like final fight, he just oh, like every cool thing he's done up until now like pales in comparison to how he was in this fight. Mm-hmm. He was just 
he was a cool, cool character. He was cool. I love him. When we thought Okuyasu was dead, I was like, oh. done. I was like, no, you can't. You can't. No. Listen, we've seen them. We, we've seen JoJo kill off main characters I just didn't without see blinking. Coming. And, you know, it turned out he wasn't dead, and that's probably why. But it's just, I was like, I did. I, uh, it was, yeah. I was really nervous there. I was, I was scared too. I, I love how, like, how positive this last little bit is. Mm-hmm. It's just like the last like half of the, um, on this part has been so dark mm-hmm. and it's felt so fucking hopeless. And then finally we get like a glimmer of hope and it is so refreshing and it feels so fucking earned mm-hmm. when Josuke wins, but not, not and quite. Then, don't they, then they, don't they do the, uh, Bites the dust again right away or something. Something happens. I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. He wins, but then everyone shows up and some, what happens? The ambulance. Before that. Before that. Because there's there's a point at which Josuke has him beaten, but then everyone needs to rally around to beat him again before the ambulance shows up. What what changed there? Something came up. I don't remember. That's fine. Just... But, yeah, with the... with <laughs> The ambulances show up and like... You know, he's all like, oh, I've got the, I'm going to turn this lady into a bomb. And then we get his villain backstory. By the way, <laughs> Mona Lisa's hot. And I had a boner when I was like five. And it just was like, oh my <laughs> God. Like, I'm used to this sort of like, uh, yes, I'll explain my backstory. But not like right before the villain dies. I get. <laughs> I... I use that screenshot all the time. I had a boner one. <laughs> Constantly. Of course you do, Beth. Of course. Anytime someone hot posts a picture, boom. Jesus Christ, Beth. <laughs> You're disturbed. Yeah, no. It's the most, like... No, it was, I have an erection. It was like, we don't, we didn't need his backstory. <laughs> no. We already know who he is. We already know his whole We didn't deal. need it, They're but I'm like, so glad that we got it. It's just like, we have to go back and show exactly when this fetish started. And he's like, like he's telling some so random, he's telling some random nurse this too. And yeah. she's like, okay. Well, she doesn't even oh, seem fuck. like that. She just seems kind of like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm gonna She's like, sir, you need medical attention. <laughs> what is this asshole talking about? Am I having a stroke? What's going on? <laughs> sir, this is Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, the, the fake out with him thinking the bomb worked, though. Yeah. And then it was Remy. That was her name. Remy. Um, How did I forget her name? I don't know. You got it. You got the first letter right. Mm. Uh, watch She's it not so be cute. Remy and I'm an idiot. No, it's definitely Remy. Uh, like with her confronting him in the alley. Like that oh was Oh my cool. God. And the thing with all the hands reaching out to get him. It's just, it's very. I, I love the cool. symbolism. Like his victims dragging him. Yeah, yeah. So fucking good. That's the thing that's like really weird about Araki is that there's things in JoJo that are like 
they just seem like they're made up once and forgotten and who cares, whatever. Mm-mm. We're making it up as we go along. And then occasionally he'll do something like this that feels like it was planned from the beginning. It's like, oh shit, that's I feel brilliant. like that was planned from the beginning. It must, it, have been. it must have been. It was a stroke of pure fucking genius. And this is why I like JoJo so much. It's so wacky and wild and, well, bizarre. <laughs> Remember when it took you two full days to realize that uh, Bites the Dust was another Queen reference? What? <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered that, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Why did I not know that? I don't know. You were just like, we were sitting there and you were like, oh, I get it. <laughs> like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you know what we were talking about? Like, oh, it's so poetic and it's so deep. <laughs> Their base level puns are sometimes Holy lost shit. on you. <laughs> what? How did I not remember? That's one of their most popular songs. It really is. How like, did I? How did is, that slip my fucking mind? You were just too involved in the story, I guess. I guess so. Like, notice. I was just. I was too. I had too much of a really funny. I, ha- I had an <laughs> erection for Kira. Stop. <laughs> what is it? Serial killers, I swear to God. I know. I'm not usually one that's like, oh, that serial killer's hot. I don't think Ted Bundy's hot. Like, No. Ted no. Bundy sucks. He does. But Kira? I don't know what the fuck it is about Kira. Maybe it's just because he looks like David Bowie. I mean, but... his voice actor really sold it. Oh my God, did he ever. Very suave. In the Japanese. Kudos. Movie. Kudos to him. Don't know who did it in the American, but I'm sure uh, I knew his name once upon a time, and I don't remember. Shit. So yeah, the ambulance killing him. That was so good. Pure genius. It was so good. Because, like, it's a bunch of teenagers. If they just straight up killed this guy, that would fucking ruin them. Although, I have to say, (laughs) it was kind of weird to me that right before he died, that... And they were like, we need to bring him to justice. And then he died. And they're like, oh, it sucks. We'll never be able to bring him to justice now. And I'm like, wait, you didn't mean kill him the whole time? No, they were going to like literally let the the courts deal with him. Yeah, okay. The courts are like, well, it's exhibit A, my, uh, my client's stand that you can't see. Like, yeah, what the fuck yeah, are you right? do? That, that's what made the ambulance killing him so fucking poetic. Oh, it was perfect. It it's was just funny to me brilliance. that, like, part three, they're murdering stand users left and right, and part four, they're like, but we part- need to bring him to justice. Part four, they're just teenagers in a small town yeah. in Japan. Yeah. It's, it's, that's why I love part four so much, because it just, it it's such a, the stakes aren't world shaking. Mm-hmm. They're so personal. It's it intimate. Is, it is such a, yes, it is such an intimate, personal season. Mm-hmm. And I love the town. They really, like, did a good job of, like, painting this town as picturesque. Yeah. And, you know, it, it could be any fucking town. It could be our town. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um. So I think that about does it for Kira, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you've gone on for days. I could go on I know for because days. you have gone on have for gone like on two for months at me. Yep. Oof. But he's good. He he's I love him as a villain. It's great. That's why guy. he's my favorite JoJo villain. Um he's probably my favorite villain, like overall. It's just a lot of good anyway. stuff with him the oh god, just the confidence before he gets undone mm-hmm. the groundhog day scene is so good. And but uh, real quick, oh, you know what? There's a couple. Of, there's a minor villain turned friend we forgot to talk about. Mm. Uh, 
I forget his name, but he's like the motorcycle guy that like his stand is the oh, feet that turns into a sniffing oh guy. Oh my god, the punk! I <laughs> he, forgot about him. He's really weird and gross, and I don't really like <laughs> he's him. He's got but the fangirls. When when he the moment he switched sides, I was just like, ah, oh, this guy's cool. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. Rocky gets really good at writing that moment for all these. Oh my characters. god, he does. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Uh, oh yeah. That one scene right before everything went to shit where, like, it was one scene. It was, like, two episodes where, like, everyone's dealing with enemy stand users around different parts of town oh, yeah. at the same time and the same day. Like, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. The fucking weird stand user that kills anyone who turns around. Uh, oh, my God. And then we have, like, Rohan doing, like, the thriller dance. <laughs> that was so funny. It's just, yeah, another, another good <laughs> Rohan episode. But I don't know how we talked this much without discussing this the visual style of this show is fantastic i really love that they adjusted the animation i mean it's just it's such a radical departure it really is the previous season and even the next season it's nothing like it just having yeah like everything be like these weird purples and yellows and yeah like you know magenta and everything it's just really like I mean, for one thing, it really puts it at a moment in time of like the oh man, like you know, this 80s, is the nineties, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and like this is ninety nine. Just having every and you know because JoJo's always done weird stuff with colors during dramatic moments, mm-hmm. but having this just like look weird to begin with, it's such a choice, and it really sets it apart from part three because part three was so long and I got so invested in part three. It, like going from part three to part four as quickly as we did. Yeah. It, I was really struck by how different it was. It and really, it, yeah, it really, it shakes you and it says like, it, it grabs you by the face and it is like, this is not part three. You are not in Egypt. You were in small town, Japan. Get with it. Yeah. Like this different tone, different everything. Like just, adjust your expectations it just it works it's so good it's part of an aesthetic that i don't even know what you would describe it as but it's normally depressing to me art that's made that looks like this normally doesn't doesn't do it for me like especially the end credits like kind of scenes like i don't know how to describe it the otherworldly colors just look gross to me and i don't like it but but it works in this show it does it really they really sell the hell out of it it's fantastic so fantastic I absolutely love it. Can we talk about the opening? Yes. Yes, please. Take it away. The very, very first one. Um, crazy, noisy, bizarre Crazy, town. noisy, bizarre town. I absolutely adore it. Oh, it's I, I love every single one. I even like Chase. Everyone yeah. gives Chase, like, shit, but I, I love it. I love what it did for tone. It's the least good, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. It fits it's the fine. tone. It really tells you, like, hey, this is not the crazy, noisy, bizarre town anymore. Yeah. Um. But yeah, crazy, noisy, bizarre town is a delight. Well, it's like so, like, I don't know if you would say funky, but well, it, it just... It, it fits. It fits so well. It fits with the, like, Villain of the week, um, mm-hmm. like slice of life anime that yeah. the first part is. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and just you know, I'm a sucker for brass instruments. Yes. Oh God. And it's kind of like I don't know. I don't know what genre. It's kind of disco-y, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm back again. I really it, it like definitely music. has disco vibes. I'm not good at describing music because I'm not that into it. But like yeah. it, I love the vibe of this song. It's mm-hmm. so good. 
Um, it's upbeat. It's fun. It's very Josuke. It's probably my favorite opening from this part. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, you know what mine is. Yeah, of course. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Chase um, is good. Chase is good, though. It's, Chase is fine. It's fine. It's very grim, dark. Yeah, but I mean, that point in the story is very grim. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's when you find out, hey, there is actually a killer under our fucking nose here. People are dying. I'm not crazy about the chorus, is my thing. It's just like, of the song itself, It, it again, it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. I've heard worse anime openings. It, it's not something I'm going to like you know, throw on my playlist and go out for a jog with, but you know, I'm fine with it. When I put on the Jojo opening playlist on Spotify, it, you know, I don't skip this one, Uh, Yeah, but I'm not excited about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's a single opening that I skip, honestly. Yeah. No, I think they're all just good Mm -hmm. straight up. Um, but the one you actually want to talk about is great days. Mm Mm-hmm. That is when everything is starting to come together. The overarching theme of justice is spelled out so plainly and so beautifully in mm-hmm. this opening. It it's such a catch too. It's it's so damn catchy. It's very catchy. I like when it, it just goes into like the breakdown, breakdown. I'm I get so hype. Yeah, it was. It's very good. <laughs> Talk and it about, makes a great ringtone. Talk about the yes, it does. It's been your break, it's been your breakdown, it's been your ringtone for like two months. Yep. However long it's been since. And I have no, um, I, I, I don't want to change it. If I changed it to anything, it would probably be Jorno's theme. Okay. But yeah. Uh, talk about the animation real quick. I mean, there's there's videos on YouTube that have broken down. Breaking it down. Breakdown. Breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> they, they go into like the symbolism and all these different mm-hmm. things. And that's really and cool. it is we're it is gonna, chock full of symbolism. We're not going to touch on that because they do a better job than we could. Who who did it? Uh, Mother's, uh, Basement? Mother's Basement did did one. a really good one. Yeah, uh, I think there's some other channels that did, did that did other more in depth ones in certain aspects of it. Um, go look it up on your own time. Go look up Mother's Basement for that, and then yeah. um, I think he links to the other ones. So there you yeah. go. But like the one thing I did want to point out is when uh, or listen to my other podcast or or do that. The one thing I would do want to point out is when Kira. Does the uh, the the trigger oh, God. for Killer Queen? Yep. Um, as part of the open, I just ah, oh, that's always so. It's just very satisfying. Oh man, it's a good song. It's it a good is animation. really good. And then like the um, like the the broken opening when they change it. Yeah, when they change it up. I'm always caught off guard by those, and I shouldn't be because you know you expect it at this point. Yeah, after part three. After part three, it's just like oh, okay, yeah. but. God, it really, it really, it was jarring. Mm-hmm. It was a really, they did it really well. Yeah, having like part of it be backwards. And, yes! You know, the different thing, like some things just read differently going backwards. Mm-hmm. Like you, you get like, oh, this scene is actually about this. But there's some yeah. things that I think they also changed when they put it backwards. Just to they did. really layer it they on. They did. Um, it's, yeah, it's. It's good. It's really good. I like. I just. I love how positive that song is overall. Mm-hmm. It, it just. It. It's just. It gives you such a. Such a good vibe. Like this is a story that is going to end on a nice note. Mm-hmm. This. This is the kind of story that is going to have a happy ending. Yeah, because you know, like it, it seems very clear from all the openings that like justice is coming for Kira, mm-hmm. whether he knows it or not, and that's you know, it's kind of a nice idea. It's fantastic. I loved it. Um, so they use the same ending the whole time. Yep. Which is I I want you by Savage Garden. I want you by Savage Garden. Yeah. 
fucking okay. That song has haunted my childhood. I initially was like, I don't know. I don't know if I like this because similar to um, Last Train Home. Yeah. Which is the last ending of part three. I really, like, I miss that high energy of something like Roundabout or Walk Like an Egyptian. Yeah. But by episode three, I was attempting to sing along to it. I mean, there's only so it's, many words it's you really, understand. It's really hard to sing along to that one. I know half the lyrics now, and I still can't sing along because it's so fast. It is so fast. But it, I fucking... Sorry, I'm a 90s kid. I love this song. I know, I know. so good. I know. This was my babysitter's favorite song. Of course it was. So I knew this song by heart. So when I heard it, like, as the ending, I was so excited. Yeah. It... it <laughs> And it, it's I was like, I know this song. Perfect mood setting. It is. And all the weird, like, abstract art that they fly through, mm-hmm. like, the windy road through Jorna, or through Jorna, through Josuke and everything. It's just, it's, so, ah, there's a lot of good shit here. There's a lot of great shit. But the song choice, as usual, is fucking on point. Mm-hmm. They just, they haven't. I, I've even come around on Last Train Home, actually. Like, I, I, I've i listened to that. I've gone out of my way to listen to that a few times. Don't say it's always on point, because then we'll get to part five. Beth? <laughs> it gets stuck in my head, okay? <laughs> I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying it's the right choice for this show. God, it was the right choice for part we'll five. We'll get to part five. We will. That's next week. Good <laughs> I can't fucking wait, though. Do, oh my god, we've been almost going for an hour and a half. Okay, but we it's like... We talked about the art style. <laughs> we talked about the opening of the innings. We talked about all our favorite characters. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, Because I got one more thing. Okay, you go. I'll think. So, this season had... You know, having it be a m- much more intimate scale... It, change of pace it's really cool and really different and I, I love that and what it does and what it forces you to do as a storyteller the problem is that that also means those loose ends start to oh. <laughs> because you know in part three there's all these things that are like hey you remember that one girl who was with us for like 12 episodes nope fucked moving off on like oh yeah i completely forgot about her by the end because they left her like four countries ago <laughs> like, it's whatever. We're dealing with something else now. Yep. Having the whole thing take place in this town means you can't really write the characters out. So there's, like, these lingering things that, like, don't make sense. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. The fact that, I guess it's not technically, like, a loose thread since they just resolved that he's stuck that way. But Okuyasu's dad, yeah. it really felt like they were going to do something with that and then they didn't. And, like, they even kind of mess with you, like, oh, he tries the with, food with at the Tonio, end. With Tonio, yeah. And then we didn't even talk about him. Cool stand, but... Really cool. I like him. not much to say. I, I feel like his stand should have been called Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, really? Really? <laughs> oh, my God. It even looked like... They were, like, little tomatoes. They were, they were little whatever. peppers, but okay. Fucking Christ. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, he had a cool stand, though, and I, I love seeing stands that, like, don't have any, like, combat use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, you know, that it's just, that itself is like... It's just the Stan Cafe. It's it's indicative of their personality. Yeah, he just wants to help people he's, by he filling wants, them with he, his stand. He wants to help people and he wants to cook. He's a very simple character and he's so pure. 
He's a good boy. Um, also, <laughs> he's Italian, and Iraqi likes his Italians. And also, he has a brother. What? He has a brother, and he's a character in um, Purple Haze Feedback. Oh my god. From part five. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we will. Next week. We keep saying that. Okay. We do keep but saying no. that. So yeah, so Okuyasu's dad kind of sucks that never really goes anywhere. Um, the invisible baby? It just... Yep. It, like, I really thought from the way they introduced her, something about the framing, it seemed to me like it was going to be one of Kira's victims and that they were going to find a missing persons report or something and that's how they were going to tie it back to, oh, we found the baby, that'll help us find Kira. Yeah. Nope, they found a baby to have an adventure for Josuke and Joseph and then nothing. The baby so has a stand. Maybe there's a mom out there that just never finds her baby. Maybe it, the baby was abandoned and... It, was, it didn't seem abandoned. Well, actually, no, it was naked. But it, it could crawl, so like... Uh, yeah, well, the, the I don't know. Mom had uh, buyer's remorse. Whatever. <laughs> Look, it's JoJo, okay? We, we're dealing with, like, the most villainous fucking gross things. That's true. People sometimes rush into having kids and don't want kids. And don't leave your invisible baby by the side of the road, maybe. Because yeah, they maybe. did literally run into the baby by the side of the road while they're like, waiting for a bus yeah on the way out of town it felt kind of like a weird place to find an invisible baby but i mean what do i know have you ever found an invisible baby tom no. maybe i've been not looking in all the wrong places shit <laughs> well you miss a hundred percent of the babies that you don't not see not see yeah this got away from us anyway look it's it's a <laughs> dumb baby it's a Aww. dumb plot point. They don't go any... they Because they keep bringing it back up. Yep. Like it's going to go somewhere. And then no. And then just having it be like, Joseph adopted the baby. <clears throat> it's like, oh, okay. I, I, bet, uh, I bet Susie Q really loved that. Yeah. Like, oh. Let me... I, I went to the town where my bastard son is. Also, I brought back this baby. <laughs> Completely unrelated. I unrelated, I, I swear. But it's ours now. <laughs> this is my child. So, like, just the fact that, like, you know, I looked it up on the wiki after it ended. It was like, no, I can't, be I cannot believe this last time we see the baby. There's all these other parts that happen later. It has to, no, baby never shows up again. Yeah, right. Never even mentioned again. Does this Fuck. mean, like, the stand arrow stabbed a baby? Who knows? Some people just have stands and some people need the arrow. They never really... Yeah. Uh... Wait. Something, something, um, space virus. Sure, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's dumb. does not matter. Invisible baby. No, the, <laughs> the biggest, the biggest fucking problem that I had, as far as loose ends was, it really felt to me when they talked about like, oh, don't talk about, don't talk bad about Josuke's hair because his personal hero that saved him when he was undergoing Dio fever was like you know, had the cool hair like that and he's modeled himself after that. The silhouette looked like Josuke. I was 100% thinking somehow he's going to go back in time and save himself as a kid. It seemed like they were going there somewhere with that and thinking, okay, well, the end of part three had like a time stopping stand. So maybe the end of part four, something comes up where his stand powers up and he can travel back in time I... or somehow... There's like a mini story arc or something in the past, something, and then no, it's just like oh, I guess that was just a cool guy with hair that helped him out for no reason. 
Yeah. And happen to know exactly where he would be and that he would need help. Apparently. It was just like... I mean, maybe maybe punks with... Um... With cool hair, just kind of hang out in the snow. It just, it just really felt like, like he just forgot that he wrote that. <laughs> it just felt like so much of the shit. It just feels like a Rocky forgot that he wrote it after he, like, as soon as okay, that's out the door. Next story. Oh God. <laughs> again, like I can't blame him too much because hey, you know, serial fiction ends up like that on especially in these deadlines i mean there's a reason dragon ball z always goes through like eight enemies per arc before they find the one that markets well yeah like i'm sure frieza only had four transformations because no one liked the other three fucking hell cell only showed up because no one liked the androids (laughs) i just so like i get it i'm not saying iraqi's a bad writer i'm saying he's a frustrating writer Anyway, that's that's my real like. I I know I've talked, you know, like like I I, I kind of shit out a lot of this series, but I really do like part four. I a lot. I like the vibe. I like the art style. I like most of the characters. Really like the villain. Yeah, God, I just, really compelling villain. I just wish like really compelling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, Beth, spell it out for me. He's hot. Oh, okay. And I'm thirsty. Um, <laughs> Here, have some water. Okay. No, it's fine. I have tea. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, um, I you know, honestly, the stuff that Iraqi forgot, allegedly, just doesn't bother me that much. Yeah, I know. I it mean, just... you know, no story is going to wrap up perfectly. I, I, I kind of, just, the, oh. the loose ends, honestly, just make it feel a little or- more organic to me. I I get that. It's it bothers me less the more distant I am from it. Yeah. I just remember the day of the final when we watched the finale. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I just love that they adopted the cat. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> the cat's so just weird. at the table and she's kind of like, I'm here. I'm a cat. Uh, Kitty cat. I just that sense and I just that sense. Um, stop. <laughs> we also, too long. Uh, I think her name was Shinobu. The uh, the mom. Hayato's mom? Was it Shinobu? I want to... No, I think Shinobu was Josuke's. I don't know. One of them, I think, was named Shinobu. Cool. What about her? Just the fact that she never got any closure. Oh, yeah. That sucks. That That straight up hurt. And, like, they really made you feel that hurt with having, like, the last scene be him, like, no, I'll I'll wait for dad with you. Yeah. And it just, like... Because it's not like he could even try to, oh, by the way, dad's been dead for weeks. The guy you thought was dad was another guy who stole his face. There's all this stuff with scary secret powers. He can never talk about it. That kid's going to need so much therapy. He already needed therapy. Oh, yeah, that too. He needs to get, like, (laughs) he needs to get his own stand. Yep. And go fight his own magic battle. Right. Get his own. (laughs) To work through his issues. Like everyone else in the show. <laughs> Go work through his character arc yeah. with a new crazy cast of characters. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm glad some of this stuff was dropped going forward because it would have been too cluttered, but it just feels like, man, I don't know, just throw me a bone. Be like, oh. I mean, they did. Did they even name the baby? Um, They did, and I forgot her name. 
I don't think they did. I think the fans named the baby. Maybe? I don't know. Let's find out. And we never find out because Tom's phone just died. It's fine. It's whatever. It's, it's whatever. It it doesn't matter. It's fine. Everything's fine. We gotta wrap this up. Yeah, we do. It's been going long enough. It has. Uh, I don't have my script, but I'm gonna try and get through it. Uh, shit. I'm sure we have more thoughts on this that we'll, we'll remember by next week. Yep. And forget to put them in that one, too. So that's fine. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. I know it's a departure from our normal format, so uh, thanks for bearing with us. And yeah. thank you to any new listeners that this episode brought in. Please check out the rest of the show. If you liked this, hopefully you'll like that. Yeah, or um, you can just, well, yeah, check out that, too. But also... Check out my other podcast. Uh, it's called Is This Podcast a JoJo Reference? And that oh, is yeah. all JoJo. Yeah. Thank you to Snesse for letting us use the track Unity from the EP Digression. You can find that track and more at snesse.bandcamp.com. Um, if you have any questions, JoJo-related or otherwise, comments for us, things you want to know, uh, you can email us at deeplorepodcast at gmail.com. I think that's our email. It is. Wow, I'm helpless without my notes. <laughs> you are. Um, um, you can also find us on Twitter at deep underscore lore. I'm on Twitter at pizza Dramon. And I'm on Twitter at Queen Bethy B. Uh, any shout outs this week, Beth? Uh, yeah. So I made an appearance again on uh, One Crit Blunders uh, yesterday. Um, the episode of the podcast should be coming out tomorrow i believe well that would be yesterday from when this is released no that'll be two days ago from when this is released. whatever it, it should be out by now yes by the time um, you're listening to this by the time you're listening to this it should be out um i had a lot of fun i played a really cool character um go take a listen tell me what you think of her and if you liked her beg them to bring her back i guess okay <laughs> in one way or another. That seems like an abuse of your fandom, but... I don't care. Okay, sure. <laughs> That's fine. I loved her. That's absolutely fine. Yep. So yeah, I think, that's, uh, I think that's it for everything. I'm everything. Hello. <laughs> We're very tired. It is about almost 1230. Oh, I should have been in bed an hour ago. Yep. Oh, so we're going... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, so we're going to wrap this up. Um, as always, I am Beth. And I'm Tom. Shout into the void. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. This episode of Lore Dump, we are talking Daisy. We're talking to our cat Daisy. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Stinky cats get no pets. Get out of here. No. Fart monster. <laughs> Leave me be. <laughs> Very Merry Christmas to you all. Oh my god, this is not this is not surviving. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Unless we're desperate not. for post pod content. No, I'm pretty sure we have better stuff. Okay. Alright, anyway. So yeah.